I started working with stray dogs um, a, a while ago and um, really essentially that was a time when we moved back to India and we started looking after stray dogs in our neighborhood. That's when we started interacting with them and I kind of started taking keen interest in, in them and essentially I just saw a vehicle that had come to pick up some dogs in, in our neighborhood and I just uh, went up to the van and there was a lady and um, I, I was just keen to ensure that you know the dogs were not illegally picked up and taken away and harmed and when I inquired the lady said we were picking them up um, for sterilization and that was a big relief to hear that it was actually someone who had interest in the well-being of these dogs and not there to harm them that was a big relief that's when you know I got added to a whatsapp group of our community and that's when I started taking keen interest and um, actually I got encouraged motivated by interacting with people in the whatsapp group it wasn't a huge group and it's not that every member of the group was actively involved in looking after stray dogs but that was a great start for me because I was able to look at what other people are doing for dogs and get involved at that level just by learning from others and I had never had any pets, I never had a dog at home and I had no idea what they eat, what is the right diet for them, what should be fed, what should not be fed. But we made a small start. Um, I remember we started feeding them the sugar biscuits uh, which are easily available and then with some research I realized that's probably the wrong thing to do and um, that level of sugar, that amount of sugar for them is in fact harmful for them and should be avoided. That's how I learned through the process of looking after stray dogs. Then I started looking after cats and then over a period of time I rescued some pigeons and that's when I started getting more and more compassionate and uh, it was also the same time that I happened to see online material available on animal cruelty and that's when I became vegan. While that journey continued I learned a lot in the process and one of the major aspects of my vegan journey has been the fact that I am able to to relate to animals at a much deeper level. I started my vegan journey with the intention of not hurting animals and similarly I started my caring for stray animals journey with the intention of helping them, with the intention of being able to feed them, being able to look after their medical needs and I haven't done as much as a lot of caregivers are doing around me. In fact, I'm probably one of those people who are scratching the, the surface when it comes to animal caregiving. But what I've realized is actually I'm gaining more personally than what I'm giving. The amount of love that I receive the unconditional attention I get from them is very flattering and the, the level of loyalty that I get from them is something that cannot be explained. Something that started as an act of giving has almost become an act of receiving and it is not just the love and affection and loyalty and attention that I get from the stray dogs that I'm talking about. In this podcast I want to talk about three specific things that I've learned from stray animals. It has been a journey of learning for me. The first thing that I felt I've learned from them is living in the present. How many times have you walked past a stray dog and wondered, you know, the whole world is passing by around them, there's so much chaos around them and you would see one stray dog sitting right in the middle of the road or at the corner shop completely lost in his thoughts and almost like a trance state. And that's because I felt that dogs typically live in the present. They live in the moment. Even when I've given them extra food, once their stomach is full, they don't usually overeat. Yeah, only once I've seen a mother 
taking an extra roti which she probably did not want to eat straight away and I saw her taking it away and digging a hole and burying that roti in, in that hole for maybe for her to have later. But other than that, I have mostly seen that animals live in the present. They thoroughly enjoy the current moment. They are not living in the past. They are not living in the future. And I think that's a huge learning for me to think about what's happening right in front of me and not worry about what is going to happen two days later in that meeting with a client or that relationship that I'm trying to fix with one of the family members. Dogs are not in that world they are literally living in the moment and they are enjoying what they see right in front of their eyes whether it's catching a squirrel or sensing the arrival of food coming or simply looking after their own safety all of their acts are living in the present the second thing i've also learned from the animals is trust and again obviously there are exceptions to this and um, there is one dog um, who has trust issues with me but other than that 99 percent of the times dogs are very quick to trust you. I've gone to strange areas, I've gone into new neighborhoods and I'm, I'm meeting some of the dogs for the first time and it takes only a few seconds for me to break the ice with them and to get them to be friendly with me. And it's nothing special that I'm doing, it's just dogs are designed to be like that. And I read this somewhere that if one dog bites a man, the man will start distrusting all the dogs. But if one dog bites a man and there are 99 friendly dogs, the man will still be distrustful of those 99 dogs. On the other hand, if 99 people hit a dog and one man shows affection towards that dog, that dog will still trust that one man. I was walking um, one day and I saw two elderly women scared of the stray dogs and I told them, you know, just don't worry, they are extremely friendly. And it's only, you know, nine out of 10 dogs are friendly and maybe it's just one odd one out that bits you. And she said to me that, you know, what if that one dog is this one? That's the approach people have. They will not want to trust any dog at all because one out of 100 dogs showed aggression towards them. And that's the beauty of a dog's life, that they are quick to trust. They may have had a most horrendous childhood. They may have survived attacks from shopkeepers or narrowly missed being hit by a car or shown away by people. But they are very quick to trust people. And that's, that's another aspect to learn from dogs. And finally, the third aspect I felt worth learning from dogs is the fact that and this is not just about dogs this is about this is i've seen with my own pets who are guinea pigs and i've seen the same with dogs as well they are extremely resilient in pain in fact they are so resilient that sometimes it is very difficult to know if an animal is sick if an animal is in trouble and they are very good at hiding their pain and i think part of the reason is they need to hide their sickness otherwise they'll be easy targets by enemy or by their own pack who don't want a sick animal amongst themselves. So it's probably a natural instinct but um, dogs and other animals do hide their pain very well and even when they are in pain they show a lot of resilience in dealing with the pain. I, I have seen dogs with some serious wounds and they still are as playful. I've seen dogs who have lost their hind legs and um, they are as excited to go for a walk as a, an able-bodied dog. I've seen dogs with huge maggot wounds on their head and still very, very playful. And I have seen dogs with cancer. 
their energy level could be low but their original nature of playfulness always is visible and that's that's a huge thing that i've learned from dogs so those are my top three things that i've learned from animals their ability to live in the present almost like a yogi and believe me it takes us you know years of practicing yoga that we can reach that trance like state whereas dogs are almost like born in that state their ability to trust makes life so much easier for them to to live they are willing to take that chance and they are willing to expose themselves 9 out of 10 times they get the right reward for that trust and finally their ability to hide pain uh, i'm not 100% sure if this is a great quality to have but um, to to hide the pain i i think people should try address their pain as soon as possible but the learning here is if you're already doing what is possible to do to mitigate the pain then we need to kind of live with that pain as not so much as something that needs to be relieved of or something that needs to be taken care of but the fact that yes we are already doing what can be done for addressing that pain but it is just another sensation is is one of the other aspects of life that we live with and we live by so uh, a certain element of detachment from our pain those are my top key learnings from dogs and other animals that i worked with i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you like it do subscribe to this podcast this is vibhav signing off kia kaha stay safe